Welcome back to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, fans. Uh, I'm here with almost the whole crew. Mine is D. Wayne tonight. He may be joining us. He might not be. Hopefully, he'll be hitting everybody up with that uh, much-promised Cena Monster Crush List podcast special soon. But we have uh, Mr. Silly Sellis in the house tonight. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Aaron. How you feeling, man? And what's up, everybody? Oh, good, good, good. Uh, Dr. M making his return to the podcast. What's up, Dr. M? Oh, not too much. Happy to be joining you guys again. Yeah, always good to have you here. And two chains, uh, you and I are both still battling our respective allergies. Probably you more so than me tonight by the sound of things. Are you going to hang in there, brother? Hey, yes, sir. How's everybody? All right. Well, we're going to hit you guys up tonight with our predictions and our preview for Money in the Bank. Uh, in full disclosure, I kind of fast-forward watched Raw tonight. I was in Clinton, Iowa. Uh, Jeff Jarrett was making an appearance to promote the September 5th show that Global Force Wrestling is going to be doing at Ashford University Field there in Clinton, Iowa. And I had a chance to meet Jeff, get autographs, take pictures, kiss babies, all that sort of thing. He is a class act. I can talk more about that on our weekend episode. So, um... Guys, you're going to have to help me out. Were there any pre-show matches, uh, Dr. M, that were announced for Money in the Bank that I missed? Um, as far as I know, the only uh, pre-show match is uh, R-Truth against uh, the ever-descending uh, King Barrett. Oh, boy. Well... In the interest of uh, not ripping on the King of the Ring gimmick any more than we already have in the past, we'll go ahead and move on to the proper card. I'm going to kind of do it like Celis did for our Chamber Preview Show, where I'm going to kind of go through the matches and have you guys make your predictions in the order that I think they're going to book the show. I think that it would be a real hot open. They open the show with the Intercontinental Championship match between Ryback and the Big Show. They teased involvement here with The Miz, so I've got to think we're going to see Miz out there at some point. We'll start with you two, Chames. Um, Do you care about this match at all before you make your prediction? Because I'm finding they had a good promo on Raw tonight, but I'm still finding it difficult to care about this match. Absolutely not. Uh, There is no build for this match at all. I mean, last week and what happened tonight... uh, I'm not excited at all. Yeah, I they they really kind of rush booked the whole thing, bringing Big Show back. It's kind of weird. I'm not really feeling it either. I thought Ryback had a good showing in the Miz TV promo segment tonight. I'm almost more interested in seeing him wrestle the Miz than the Big Show, who I think at this point, being a full-time wrestler may not be the best option. I would say the same thing for Kane. Uh, Doctor, why don't you get in there, man? Are you kind of feeling what we're saying, or are you looking forward to this one? Uh, uh, you know, I am uh, not looking forward to this one at all. Actually, uh, same as two chains. This, uh, there's, there's really nothing very interesting about this match. Uh, and you know, I'm a little worried about uh, what's going to happen with the Intercontinental Title picture. It, really didn't pick up much steam at Elimination Chamber, and Big Show doesn't seem like the, the person to, to ignite anything, so I, I mean, I expect Ryback to win, but uh, I don't know, not interested in this match at all. Uh, Mr. Sellis, do you agree you think Ryback for the win? 
I think right back for the win, but Aaron, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of looking forward to this match, and based off mm-hmm. what you said, I'm going to add on to it. Um, Ryback did have a good promo when he had his interaction one-on-one with the Miz prior to the big show coming out. And I'm really interested to see how Ryback can use this time to elevate himself as a champion. Now, one thing I will say, and just touching back on King Barrett, I think King Barrett and the Miz, and they, I even tweeted about it you know, from our, our Twitter account, I feel like the Miz is the most underappreciated uh, wrestler right now in the WWE, and I feel like they're doing the same thing with King Barry. We gave him this King Barry gimmick. We even let him have the Intercontinental Championship a couple of times. I, I feel like WWE has dropped the ball a little bit on those two, but when you saw the interaction with the Miz having with Ryback, you can just see Miz has just promo, 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 A-plus to him. As Stone Cold has said in his podcast of how he feels that WWE, some of the characters have lost the ideas of how to truly do a promo. And I just think the interaction that he has with Ryback can have a great program. So I'm hoping that this money in the bank can start of a nice summer program, maybe with the three of them. But I will say this about the Big Show. The Big Show, even though he's a little bit later in his career, knows how to put over wrestlers. I mean, he brought even reference back to having some heat when him and Miz were a tag team. He brought back references of he's the ultimate big guy, the ultimate, you know, super big man of the WWE. So I really think this match can be the start of a feud. So I'm just really seeing how Ryback is trying to get himself one over as a face one and two, how they interact with each other in the ring to start to a future feud, maybe at Battleground, maybe going to SummerSlam. I'm kind of intrigued by it. I don't have high hopes for it, but I hope it'd be a great opening match. And I agree with you. uh, It should be the opening match on this card. You know, let me jump in real quick. I just thought about something, too, as far as my excitement for this match. I mean, right back already still shot the big show in the world. That's the true. lone spot for the match right there. Mm-hmm. There's uh, nothing true. else to look forward to. There's no, oh, I will leave, manipulate him in the ring, lift him, whatever. It's all been done. There's no excitement for this match at all. Yeah, so I mean, I yeah, I think... I, I think it's kind of a dead giveaway that Ryback is going to come out on top on this one. Um, we'll see what they do with it. I, I enjoyed Ryback's promo work in the ring on Miz TV. Uh, hopefully he has a bright future ahead of him. I just not, not doesn't sound like anybody's feeling this one. So I guess maybe we'll get our bathroom break in early if they open with this one. We'll see. Uh, what I think they're going to book next on the show, if I had to pick, I think we're going to go ahead and, Get that tag team championship match in next. I think that would be a nice place for it on the card. You have the the New Day versus the Primetime Players, and Kofi Kingston's involved in the Money in the Bank contract match, so we'll be seeing um, Xavier, Xavier Woods excuse me, and Big E uh, in the ring. Whether Kofi comes out to the ring with them or not remains to be seen. I personally wouldn't have him come out during the latter match with all of the New Day. That could get interesting. Uh, we're going to go to you first, Mr. Sellis. Um, New Day for the win? New Day for the win, but this is very unfortunate because I felt that this two weeks in between the two pay-per-views did not get any time to build any type of, of feud, any type of match charisma, any type of excitement uh, for this match. Now, the match may be decent. It may be better than expected, but it could be so much more if they had some time to show you know, Titus and Darren having some good, legitimate feuds because Darren hasn't wrestled at all for the whole two weeks. Has he on the Monday Night Raw? I can't remember off the top. I know Titus was featured today. 
Uh, I just don't think it was enough build for it. And granted, I would love to see Xavier Woods kind of dominate this match. You've seen him as his vocal point of the group. I really would like to see him do some more uh, in-ring work because even me and my wife were talking when she came in from work and she was watching some of the New Day. She said, Xavier Woods hasn't performed at all since this group has been started. He really hasn't had no match, individual or team match, where he's been spotlighted enough. And I agree with her totally. So I think it's a good time for Xavier Woods to be exposed to show his true talent. Um, I just don't know if it's been enough field to get a uh, few, excuse me, to get some excitement of it. Yeah, I think they did get Darren in the ring against, um, I think they had them face Los Matadores on SmackDown. I'm not positive okay. about that, but I agree. I would like to see Darren in there as much as Titus. Uh, Dr. M, New Day for the win? New Day for the win, and I have to say, I am looking forward to this match. I think it has the potential to, to steal the show. Um, but like, uh, like Silly Stella said, I think this match would be so much better if there was some sort of personal issue involved, um, something to, to really kind of beef up the feud a little bit. Um, but either way, it's going to be a great match. Um, and I think all, all four guys in the match are going to have the chance to shine. I just have to say, I think uh, New Day is obviously the hot tag team right now, and... Um, I think I've been most impressed with Xavier Woods, even though he hasn't maybe performed as much as uh, Biggie and Kofi. But uh, in my opinion, he's one of the brightest spots on Raw right now. Uh, just his charisma, uh, just the way he kind of carries himself, um, whatever role he's filling, um, I think he's one of the best parts of Raw right now. Two teams, you agree? Uh, for the King Sweep, I'm going to have to say... Close but no cigar. I think that uh, the primetime players are going to give a good show. Uh, we're going to see everything that we all think about them, the athleticism and the great ring work. But, um, yeah, it's just not enough to just, I think, to throw them over uh, at the time to win. Um, another big factor is uh, I don't think that the New Day will lose their championship unless all three members are somehow involved. And with Kofi being in the latter match, uh, I'm predicting he won't come out. And I, I just don't think them losing the uh, titles with only two members present is a thing that's going to happen. So I think that's a great point. I agree with you. I think it would be more effective when they drop the titles if all three guys are out there. Because then you can... You know, once they've kind of wound wound up their road on being a tag team, you can really start to tease some feuds in between the members themselves of the New Day. And um, I'm with you guys. I think Xavier Woods has been incredibly entertaining while not necessarily being in the ring so much. If you watch Big E, he does something really funny. He did it on Raw tonight where they'll, like, show a promo package and he'll they'll go back to the ring and he'll, like, look mad. And then they'll start doing the clap thing and he'll start to get happy again and bobbing his head and... He does little subtle things that are just really funny, but something that a heel would do. He, they're doing things that make sense. Um, I love the New Day. Uh, New Day for the clean sweep uh, in our picks. I think they're going to uh, book Kevin Owens versus Cena mid-show, like they did on the Chamber, and then you may put the Divas after that and so forth. Um, or maybe they put the Money in the Bank ladder match here, actually, the, uh, the one for the contract. What do you guys want to talk about first, Kevin Owens or Money in the Bank? Let's right. this, this do Money in the Bank first. Because I, I think they wouldn't put back-to-back Money in the Bank matches. I think you probably need some time to separate the two since the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship match is a ladder match itself, too. Um, 
Did everybody agree with that? Um, is there any um big television pro- broadcast going on Sunday? Uh, uh, the Blackhawks play Saturday. The finals game will be game. I think that'll be game six. If it goes, yeah, if it goes to game six, which by all accounts, man, them going OT yeah. in the first two games, you have to think it's gonna go at least six. Yeah, so I like to think that uh the matches are going to be played out. Based on if there's a game, well, yeah, if, well, yeah, it could be a game six. Yeah, I, um, I think they're definitely going to be six. Considering that, but yeah, I like your point too. It's typical. It's not really typical that both ladder matches are back to back. So, well, why don't we uh, let's talk about the contract match next? Um, we did not get an eighth participant announced like we were projecting, which I was disappointed with. First of all, but um, you, you have to think. They're not going to announce one on SmackDown. They would want to promote who's in it all week. So we're just going to base it on the assumption that it's these seven. Neville, Sheamus, Randy Orton, Kane, Dolph Ziggler, Kofi Kingston, uh, hopefully being accompanied by both of his victorious brethren in the New Day, and Roman Reigns. Um, The whole internet seems to think it's going to be Roman Reigns. Let's go down the line first. Before we give a prediction, who would you count out? Would you count out Neville? Like, Neville's not going to win this, right? Uh, no way. No way. No, not at all. All right. Um, I, would, I don't see Dolph Ziggler winning it. Seems like he's in for a feud with Rusev down the line and aligning with Lana, so can we agree that Dolph's probably not going to win it? I agree. Yep. I agree. Okay. Uh, Kofi Kingston, gosh, uh, that would be the... Um, the markout pop of the century, but I don't see Kofi winning it. You guys see Kofi winning it? It, it would be the markout, but uh, man, they could do so much things if Kofi was to win it. And, and that, oh, that would be such a big surprise. Picture don't them. Get don't get me excited. Picture Aaron, them having the tag straps and money. Gosh, it would be so fun. But no, probably not. I don't think we see Kane win this just to do kind of a little blow-off feud with the thing they've been doing with Seth Rollins. I think you can have that match without the title being in the picture, which means we're left with Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns. Out of those three, my pick is Roman Reigns. Um, Fantasy booking-wise, I've already said on the podcast, I think that he wins it. We see Dean Ambrose win the title against Seth Rollins. Roman cashes in either at Money in the Bank, maybe on Raw, maybe at the next pay-per-view. Um, we continue that tension between the Shield uh, members. What say you, Mr. Sellis? I, I agree with you 100%, Aaron. I see the fantasy booking going exactly as planned, but I think it would be better if you did the cash-in the same night. I do, too. I wish, as yeah. A title. If he wins, yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and that way you can build the ultimate heat on Roman, then we bring back Brock Lesnar, maybe have a fatal four-way going into SummerSlam. So even though we try to predict the view for the Shield at 32, you might do it in the summertime to transition to something different by 32. So I agree with you totally. All right. Uh, Dr. M? Uh, I agree as well. I think... Uh... Having Roman win is the most logical. Uh, Sellers and two chains. I think it would be great to have the cash in um, at Money in the Bank. And uh, two chains, you with that? Yeah, I just like to scale back a second. I just like to think when it comes to these Money in the Banks that um, whoever's prone to have the most spots is less likely to win the match. So, <laughs> so, so everybody that you name. 
say that your name minus the, the three people that we're, we're voting for right now makes perfect sense on why they're not going to win. Yeah, they're all going to they're all going to be dead. <laughs> I, I start and then I start doing mathematical logic, and I'm just like, okay, well, we all have agreed that Seamus has to at some point finish filming for his movie, so that rules him out. Uh, Randy Orton always is close, but no cigar unless he's somehow the only person alive, and then he slowly walks up the ladder, and he's really like, "Wait a minute, am I really winning this?" <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to get if that. that again. If that happens, I'm also going to be like, "Is he really winning this?" Because they they just done went there not that long ago. I don't think we need to right. see that again. And, and Super Cena's not in the match, so I guess that Thank really God. only does leave Roman Reigns to win it. Yeah, so. and the thing the thing about it that's weird, you guys, is that it seems so obvious, especially with how they've been pairing Roman Reigns with um, Dean Ambrose, kind of in his feud with Seth Rollins. Makes all the sense in the world. If there were to be a swerve and Roman Reigns were to not win the match, who is your dark horse? We're just going to go down the line real quick. Uh, Dr. M, who's your dark horse? Oh, geez, why'd you start with me? Dark Horse, <laughs> come on. Oh, man, I'll tell you who my Dark Horse is. If Roman Wayne's doesn't win, my Dark Horse is Bray Wyatt. I feel like somehow <laughs> he's going to make his way into this match. All right. <laughs> uh, Two chains? Well, that damn kind of bit my swag a little bit there because I was definitely going to go with the mystery eight person. But my mystery eight person, I think, off the limb, our truth Oh, I gosh. Think, oh, I what he did tonight was awesome. There was what the, he did tonight uh, was awesome. I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know, definitely a wild card. And, hey, go hard or go home. Uh, Sellers, who's your mystery dark horse? Uh, like you mentioned, I would love to see Kofi win it. I would like to see Kofi do two spots, but just like Two Chain said, you think about the Shelton Benjamin and all those days he had the most insane spots. They never win. They just yeah. you know they die out somewhere everywhere. But here's my dark horse: um, Brock Lesnar makes a surprise return, becomes an eighth entrance, and just just takes the the briefcase and and maybe tries to cash it in the same way we say Roman does yeah. against Seth Rollins. So and, and like you said. He's expected to be a battleground. He's expected to be a SummerSlam. So why not bring him back here? You know, just as, as an extra swerve, as an eight participant. He doesn't have to do nothing until come out to the end and just runs out, knock whoever's on that ladder out, just get the, uh, the contract and walk away with it. Well, and if they and if they did it that way, you'd have to think he's knocking down Roman Reigns from that ladder and then um, yeah. takes the briefcase and the authorities like, oh my gosh, you know, you weren't in the match and this is a controversy and then. Maybe that's where we get our Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar rematch. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, my dark horse uh, for the mystery win is going to be Papa Shango. Uh, I just, <laughs> I just have a feeling. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. We'll see. Anything can happen in WWE. Anything, Any, can, happen. anything can happen. Um, if they were to book Money in the Bank there as the third match, the matches that I see that are advertised for now that are left are the Divas title. Cena Owens 2 and the world title ladder match. You got to think that the world title is going to be the main event. So I think you put the Divas here as kind of um not necessarily that that match is going to be bad, although I have my gripes with it that we'll talk about, but I think you put the Divas match here, you build up to Cena Owens and then you cap off the night with the title match uh with ladder involved. So why don't we talk about the Divas match next? Um Hashtag give Naomi a chance. Oh, thank you. We have, um, yeah, we have um, Nikki Bella defending her WWE Divas Championship 
against Paige in a one-on-one match. I am not feeling this match. They've done nice promo work. Nikki Bella had a really nice um, promo segment backstage tonight. But please, why has Naomi not touched that belt yet? Can someone explain it to me so I understand? Because I don't understand. Naomi wasn't even on the show tonight. Makes me upset too. It, it literally, if she's not in this match, adding it at some point or even interferes in this match, this is definitely going to be an eat or snack or poop break for me. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not watching. I, I, this literally, this is the one match I have no interest in. Granted, nothing to take away from Paige, awesome wrestler, nothing the way to take from Nikki. Has done a lot of improvement in the ring, and I, I'm so that she's champion. But please do not let her pass AJ as the longest reigning Divas champion. That would not be a good taste in my mouth. Naomi needs to be in there, point blank. Thank you. Anybody else? Yeah, I, I have to say, I've, uh, I don't understand the Divas division anymore. <laughs> I mean. You know, obviously Paige is a great wrestler, uh, and as Sella said, Nikki Bella has improved. But this has to be about the 50th time we've seen these two people, these two girls compete. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's there's really no reason for me to be interested in this match. And yeah, the Naomi thing, I I don't know what to say anymore. Like, there's no I reason she is Naomi supporter. Exactly. There's no reason she should not have the Divas title right now, and uh, the fact that she isn't even on TV. Um, I, I do, I think she's at one point was off filming some sort of commercial. Um, she had done like an Instagram post where apparently she was doing something with, uh, her husband, uh, Jimmy Uso, but I don't know if that's still ongoing or if that was just a short thing, but uh, who knows if that's what's keeping her off TV for so long, but yeah, she should have the belt. Two James. I don't know. I'm just... I'm kind of currently stalking Paige's Instagram. <laughs> you guys be on a lot of Divas' Instagrams. I like it. Yeah, that's all I have to say. If, if there is a match that's happening, then I don't know. Yep, yep. Somebody has to win. It, you know what's or fun? not? Or you know not? What? I pick. I pick American Pharaoh. There's my pick. Dude, yeah, American Pharaoh, man. You know what's funny? We were um. We were riding home from um, the Jeff Jarrett thing tonight. My wife was, we were talking about WrestleMania because our group is all going to be heading down to Dallas this upcoming April. And um, she was, I was saying, you know, you got to get yourself a new shirt this year because the last time we went, she wore her um, John Cena 10 years strong hoodie when we went to the Superdome for WrestleMania 30. And just trying to think like what diva shirts that she could buy. It just seems like, the Divas on the main roster, and this has been said a lot online, aren't really very well-used or well-received compared to the NXT Divas, who are just killing it right now. Um, that excellent match between Becky Lynch and uh, Sasha Banks on the last TakeOver special. So in in the advice I should give my wife, let's go around the horn real quick. You don't really need to explain your choice. We can get into it more later, but... Whose T-shirt should she get? I, re- I recommended a Brie Mode shirt just because I think it's funny. Um, whose shirt should she get, Celis? Uh, who should she get? I, I'll say Sasha Banks. I, I, I really think Sasha Banks. She's a, the, the, you know, the next level of Divas for hopefully. But Sasha Banks. Uh, two chains. I don't, she don't have to get Divas shirt at all. I mean, I <laughs> what she should do is she should go ahead and buy a shirt this weekend. 
Use the buy one, get one free code and get Aaron to surf for free. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Big up big ups to two chains. I always like two chains getting me swag like that. That's awesome. Uh Doctor M. Well yeah, I, I agree with two chains and if if by chance the, the buy one, get one free issue doesn't work out. Then, uh, <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> Send it to you. <laughs> that, that's all, that's a possibility, but also. I want to um, see Dr. M in a Bree mode shirt. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, trust me, you will not. But, uh, yes, yes. You know, maybe, uh, what about, doesn't, maybe Natty has a shirt. Natty's. Always, you know, it's funny you say uh, that because we were, she really, really likes Natty from Total Diva. She's, Natty's yeah. probably her favorite. And the only T-shirt that Natty's got out, it's got this weird-looking skull thing on it, and it's not something my wife would dig wearing. Because we looked at that before WrestleMania last year, I believe, and she wasn't feeling it. We ended up, she got a different Cena shirt, like the one with the neon green on it that he wore down in New Orleans. I think that's the one she ended up buying when we went to um, the Superstore there in New Orleans uh, when we went over there that afternoon on Saturday. So... I'm actually looking Pro Wrestling Tees, who follows us on Twitter. Uh, thank you for following us, by the way, Pro Wrestling Tees. They have a lot of cool alternative shirts they make, and they've got they've got this one. I don't know why I like it. I just do. Uh, Lita, a.k.a. Amy Dumas, has a T-shirt store on there, and it says Amy Dumas Wrestling. The Amy Dumas words look like the Atlanta Braves logo because she's from Georgia. It's actually a really cool-looking shirt. There's a couple of shirts I'm going to have to show you guys that I'm – Probably going to invest in between now and then, but let's uh. I like the yeah, it's, it's, like it's the Sasha Banks shirt. Yes, like, I, I Paige Pages is you know regular. I, I'm looking at I'm looking over some right now. Uh, I just I just skipped one that I thought was alright. Yeah, you can Sasha Banks and her Bailey shirt. Oh or, uh, no, no, no! I don't want people to be hugging my wife all over Dallas, man. I don't know about that. Hug yeah. Dolph Ziggler's shirt kind of works too, you know. That's true. She does like Dolph. Um, why don't we do this? Let's make that. We we were talking about kind of making a weekly Sunday episode because we had our highest traffic so far with our Sunday episode. Let's do some research on T-shirts and have us a wrestling T-shirt discussion on nice. our weekend episode this weekend before Money in the Bank. Um, moving forward, why don't we talk about that Kevin Owens John Cena rematch? Seems a little soon to be billing it as a rematch. I almost laughed out loud tonight and seen his promo where he said that this is going to be the biggest rematch in WWE history. Um, in my opinion, the biggest rematch in WWE history was probably Hogan Andre whenever they went again after WrestleMania 3. I want to say it was on a Saturday night's main event just because that match was so huge. So Cena, uh, be- between that and continuing to comment on the fact that you're only half over with the crowd, your promos aren't cutting it anymore. Just stop it. Um, I I think we I can speak for the group when I say that we all want Kevin Owens to win again. It makes sense for Kevin Owens to win again. Will they allow Kevin Owens to win again? What do you say to that, Two Chains? Well, first of all, I I think. Biggest rematch of all time is Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. Oh, good oh, call, yeah, good call. Yeah. WrestleMania twenty six. Yeah, and um, I can't remember the exact words. And something John Cena said. I think it was John Cena said, "We pretty much know he's gonna win," or something like that. 
He said something on the that, or whatever he said, it led me to think like, well, yeah, he's actually right. We all know he's, he's they're definitely not gonna let him lose again. But <coughs> um, I, I agree. I think it makes sense that um, as long as it's not for the belt, which it isn't, and which doesn't make sense again, that um, Kevin Owens should uh, win. But uh, I'm thinking, uh, just like I think it was uh, D Wayne that said, uh, is you know. On a bigger scale, that this is a pay-per-view show, and not just a, not just the, like the the, the fit-in elimination chamber. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have Cena to lose this one. I don't think so. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. What do you think, Doctor M? Uh, I do think uh, Cena will win, but by DQ, uh, because I still think it is a terrible idea to have Owens lose clean to anybody right now. Yep. Uh, but, no, I think it's going to be a, a DQ win for Cena. And, um, you know, some fantasy booking here. I think if that does happen, uh, obviously Cena isn't going to be satisfied with that victory. And so he's going to sort of push Owens for another match at whatever the next pay-per-view Battleground. is. Battleground. Oh, there's, a, there's Battleground. Yeah, July. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, this feud... Um, should or can and should continue um, after this and I think whatever the next match is um, Owens is going to say he'll only accept a match if it's for the US title this time and um, I think uh, Owens is going to win it I, I still think Owens is going to get that US title at some point this summer yeah, I I kind of agree with you. I think we may see him lose that NXT title somehow at that Tokyo event, and then Battleground is about two weeks later. It's actually in St. Louis, and I'm going to be in St. Louis the morning of that event, but scheduling's not going to work out for me to attend it, and neither is the financial situation. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying there. I think that it could go that way. What do you think, Celis? Um, I think it's going to be pushed out like, Dr. M said it's going to be a DQ, but I think they're going to even push this out all the way to SummerSlam. And if I did my fantasy booking for yep. this, yes, we're going to have a good match here. It's going to transition to Battleground. But I think for SummerSlam, you need to have an ultimate gimmick match that shows a physical brutality that will show the, you know, just the, the fierce competitiveness between these two. Maybe a stretcher match, maybe a street fight, something of that sort. That can be the ultimate ending of the feud in, in the right way. I, I, I've got a bad taste in my mouth from that I quit match that he had with Rusev. So yeah. I can redo that for Cena and Kevin Owens and have an ending like that, maybe for the title or something for the title. And that way, if Cena was to lose, this would be the chance to say, is John, is John Cena done? Does he need to retire? I mean, he's been doing this for so long. They can transition, transition his character to go that way. Um, as you build up Kevin Owens to be an ultimate powerhouse. So I, I want them to continue all the way up to SummerSlam with a big-time blow-off match. That's a high-gimmick match, whatever it may be. Um, but I think it's going to end in a DQ for uh, Money in the Bank. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be interesting if they went that way and Cena kind of second-guessed himself throughout the fall? Yes. And then And then that's how you bring Hogan in for his last match, and he can say, yep. no, brother, like... And maybe they need to tag up to bring down Kevin Owens and another up-and-coming heel. I think that could be... Really interesting. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I agree with what Dr. M said, that I don't think Kevin Owens needs to be losing clean or losing at all until at least WrestleMania at this point. Right. I think you can really... Something special there, man. There's something special. 
Well, we move on to the what we all kind of see as the main event. The uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship will be contested in a ladder match. Uh, the champion, Seth Rollins, facing the challenger, who's still holding the title as of the end of Raw tonight, Dean Ambrose. They certainly uh, left Seth Rollins lying in a kind of his own rubble tonight. I, I love what they did with Dean Ambrose doing Instagram pictures all over New Orleans. It really brought me back to being down, being down there on Bourbon Street with you guys when we were down there for WrestleMania. I loved the match with J&J Security. It was really weird that Seth Rollins took the loss on that one, but it makes sense. Kane's definitely not on his side. It seems like there's going to be no authority interference in this match at all. So... How do they come out of this one? We've already kind of fantasy booked that we think that Money in the Bank could get cashed in after this match, or we saw at WrestleMania it could even happen during the match. What do you think about that, Dr. M? You know, I have to say uh, that even though Rollins and Ambrose have fought a number of times now, I think the reason that I am not at all tired of this feud is because it seems like with all of their matches, there can be at least, you know, five to ten different ways you could end it. Yep. Um, and and I, I think that's a, a testament to how well they work together, um, for the most part. Um, I think Rollins wins this match. Um, there's no reason to take the title off of him right now. Um, but... You know, if there's not a cash-in at Money in the Bank, um, which would be sort of option number one for me at least, um, I think if Rollins does win, then um, we see something happen with him and, and Triple H. Um, obviously, there, there's been some teasing of some dissension in the authority yep. uh, for a couple weeks now, and uh, I, I have to say one of the things I've enjoyed is... Um, Triple H's facial expressions during some of, you know, the backstage segments, during some of the, the promos, and you can tell that, uh, at least I think they're, they're building to something where Triple H is getting more and more agitated with Rollins, and it's got to blow over at some point, so it, maybe they pull that trigger at Money in the Bank if they don't do the cash-in, um, but I think Rollins does win the match, now what happens after the match I don't know. I, again, I think it could be a number of things, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's a reason to tune in and watch it because you want to see what happens. Uh, two chains. Um, yeah, I have to kind of follow, piggyback off of uh, Dr. Demis. Um, I'm pretty much a fan of the few or this, the three of them, period, because they seem to all kind of evolve each other's skills in the ring. And at some point, you know, you just you tend to see another style, another element to their, you know, to their limits. But uh, to be honest, I really don't have no clue how it's going to end. I guess it's going to be one of those where something happens and something happens after the match and we go from there. It's the next uh, stage of how this view overall builds to the bigger stage. Celis. Mm-hmm. I, I agree both. And, and, and as a wrestling fan, who's trying to get my money value for a $10 pay-per-view every single month or maybe two or three in one month, depending on what WWE does. Yeah. This, this is the best that I think you can do because, for once, I can say I cannot predict what's going to happen at the end of this match. And to me, it, it depends on who wins that money in the bank. 
for even for me to get an idea. And that still may not happen because, like Dr. M said, you can look at this feud. It's going on for almost two years now. And it's like 10 different ways you can go. And I'll say whatever way WWE wants to go, I'll take it. And, and that's, that's great for, for the storyline. If Dean gets it, okay. If Seth retains, that's fine. The only thing I want to happen is make sure you make both members look strong. Because even though Dean has not had that title as a champion yet, He's legitimized himself to be a top, top player in, in this generation's WWE. So um, it, can, it can go either way. But if I have to make a prediction, I'm not going to leave it at that. I would say Seth will retain uh, by the end of the night. He'll still be the champion because I still think you want to make him look strong as your current champion and, and make his uh, run a little bit long. So that's what I would say. They did a really good job tonight. It was Although we were all kind of talking before the show, we were kind of down on Raw overall tonight. They did a really good job of making me, and I'm a big Seth Rollins supporter because he's an Iowa guy. Um, I've been in his hometown before. I got to be at his homecoming show as champion when he came to SmackDown last month or two months ago. But they did a really good job making me want to see him lose. And honestly... I know that the kind of the rule of thumb is like whoever's left lying on the last Raw before a pay-per-view is the guy who's going to, you know, get his back at the pay-per-view. But I'm going to be bold here, and I'm going to say we see Dean Ambrose capture the World Heavyweight Championship this Sunday. I'm putting that out there. I think it makes, it sets up for so many more possibilities than keeping the belt on Seth Rollins. Um, But like you guys said, there's a million ways they could go with it, especially with Money in the Bank, depending on who wins that. And also you have Brock Lesnar coming back. This is how you book a main event picture scene. Like, I'm legitimately interested. It's one of the... I think I have three reasons to watch this show on Sunday. I want to see how this match ends. I want to see the Money in the Bank contract match. And I want to see Cena Owens too. And then you've kind of got your little accoutrements in there of other things that I would like to see, such as primetime players... Versus the New Day, um, I see match, I kind of take it or leave it, Divas match, you know, whatever, whatever. But those are four pretty good reasons to watch the show. Um, the execution, however, is going to be what remains to be seen. We saw the execution on Elimination Chamber and some of those matches was very poor. So I'm hoping for a better showing than what we got two weeks ago. Uh, any final thoughts or predictions or conjecturing about the show, Dr. M? Uh, no, I, I think I would just uh, agree with you, Aaron. I think overall, um, Money in the Bank is shaping up to be a more exciting show than Elimination Chamber, um, even though it's had it's this is yet another pay per view with a, a two week build. But um, I just I think there's just more potential with this pay per view in terms of the of the high quality matches, and yeah, it's going to come down to execution and. Um, now that you know the chamber is out of the way, I think oddly there's going to be a little bit more opportunity for some better quality matches. So I'm looking forward to it. Two chains. Um, I'm just I guess I'm just looking for looking forward to the surprise element. If it's not the the last contestant uh, announced or a return to superstar of some sort, um. I just hope for the best for the pay for the pay per view overall. Um, I'm, I'm going off future, my future rating prediction. 
think this show is going to be somewhere around a six, six point five, based upon all yeah. the series we put together. But um, whatever, you know, I'm just hoping for the best. Yep, for sure. Sellis. Um, if you think about where WWE is going as far as how their calendar, because you know they, they did a lot of switching of, of how their pay-per-views are organized, and it seemed like they have a steady order. You can say that WWE has two major wrestling seasons. The first one is where it's WrestleMania season, where it goes from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. And I think from Money in the Bank to SummerSlam, it's WWE's second major season. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of TV shows are off on break. There's no really major sports except baseball going on at the time. And, of course, baseball is such a long season. doesn't pick up until September as they get ready for their race for October. So I think this is a great chance for WWE to capitalize then year two in the network to show how this season, starting off with Money in the Bank, can transition to major summer storylines getting ready for SummerSlam, especially since SummerSlam is coming to New York this year for the first time since it's been out to the West Coast for a long time. In LA, this is a good chance to bring this up as a mini mini mania in a way. If you want to spotlight New York in this way, the media capital of the world, this is the way to do that. So I think Money in the Bank could be a great start for that to show what kind of programs you're going to set up for the summer, and hopefully that will bring more subscribers to the network because you bring it up tough enough. You bring it up more new shows for WWE Network this summer. Keep your network hot for one people to subscribe, and not only subscribe, keep your network for the summer. So I'm hoping uh, Money in the Bank could do that. Yeah, I, I definitely feel what you guys are saying. And um, I think they're they're setting the table very nicely with the main event picture, at least, and with Cena and Owens for what they're going to do at SummerSlam. It's going to be real interesting to see how Brock Lesnar comes back and factors into all that. And then once we get past SummerSlam, I think you really start setting the table for what could be a record-breaking um, attendance at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. We talk about it a lot. Um, a, because it's going to be one, hopefully, because we're attending it and money's already been spent. Um, one of the biggest shows of all time. There's rumors of who they're bringing back for WrestleMania 32. you got Stone Cold's name out there, Brock Lesnar, obviously, Undertaker, Sting, Triple H, maybe The Rock, Ronda Rousey, maybe, maybe not, Hulk Hogan, maybe, maybe not. I think what they're doing here is starting to set, you know, that's a lot of people taking up a lot of card space, a lot of old-timers and part-timers. Starting to set the table here, I think, for this Shield match, or at least what the Shield's representation on WrestleMania will be. I think we're in for something really cool here. I'm really, really excited about what they're doing with the Shield and where they're going with Kevin Owens moving forward. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. We're definitely going to be back with you guys talking more about it. Um probably check something out for us either later this week or definitely a weekend episode to help get you ready for the pay-per-view even more and to set your wrestling week off right we had our biggest uh listening numbers so far with our sunday episode so we're going to try and hit that with you guys as much as possible as far as our review episode for money in the bank um it sounds like the cubs game that i'm attending on sunday may have been moved up to an early afternoon spot um i may or may not be able to join the review or we might push it till monday but we'll get with you guys again very, very soon. For Celis, for Dr. M, for Two Chains, this is Aaron with the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. And we'll check you guys later. This has been another production of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BGB Group or on 
on Facebook, facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. Email us at biggoldbeltgroup at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.